0: Hey everyone, hello, this is Dear Husband and Dear Wife with Jenny and
1: Danny Fuentes. Fuentes, Jenny and (laughs) Danny Fuentes.
0: (laughs) We are so excited to be here with you guys. This is our first podcast ever. This is the intro and today we're going to be talking to you about who we are, what this podcast is about and why we are doing it. Yeah. So first and foremost, we are your normal married couple, Mm nothing special.
1: Yeah. As of right now, we only we only have nine years. We just turned nine years married back in May uh, 2021. No, 2012. No, I said nine years. You yes. have nine years being married <laughs> in May 2021.
0: Oh, sorry. Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. But we got married in
1: got Cinco married de Mayo. In 2012. <laughs> in
0: 2012. And we've known each other since 2005. Yes. So, it's, it's been doesn't. nine years of marriage, a broken engagement, mm-hmm. then a marriage, and some dating.
1: Which is on and off, breaking up for like, I
0: don't know,
1: five years.
0: I have no idea, but it was pretty, six years. yeah, it was pretty tough. Yeah. But we are here now, and so we are very excited to be doing Dear Husband, Dear Wife. Yeah. So what this podcast is about, Podcast is about is about marriage, about dating, and about relationship. Uh, we are going to be definitely talking about several things, mm-hmm. from dating to marriage to relationships. And the concept behind that would be sex, marriage, trauma, breakups, engagements, some premarital counseling that we don't really feel that we're equipped to really do, to be honest with you, but... Um, People have definitely approached us in so many ways and in so many times, and we've been very blessed to have actually have experience working with young married couples too. So this is a podcast for anyone and everyone who is interested in marriage, relationship, advice. Uh, We will be talking about porn. We will be talking about the highs and lows of it. And we're going to keep it very, very real. Now, the only promise that we are making is that we will always take a biblical stance to when it comes to these topics. We believe that marriage is something very beautiful and that it is ordained and it's something that God has created. And we will always, always bring it back to the truth, which is biblical truth.
1: Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know this is something that's going to be very, very authentic um, in regards to what we're going to talk about. Um, a lot of the stuff might might feel or might be a little bit disturbing to some listeners. I, I promise you that it's not with the intention to make things disgusting or, or or worse, but it is simply to just shed light on the reality of of what the world is like today.
0: Yes. And we definitely want to make a disclaimer that this podcast should probably not be something that you're listening around kids. Uh, Definitely something that you want to go ahead and listen around when you are taking a walk, when you are by yourself. And it is for both men and women. Um, That's definitely what it is. But it's definitely not going to be a podcast that you want to be listening to when you have
1: kids around. Right. Um, And again, this is something that we're going to touch, you know, based on a lot of those aspects. We're going to dive into things like relationships, you know, childhood um, environments, home environments, because everything plays a role in your life. From the second you walk into this earth until, you know, you you leave, everything plays a role. So we're going to really touch base, you know, uh, mother, daughter, father, son, parent relationships. It, it, it all plays a big role. So. We're going to definitely have episodes where we're going to talk a lot about these things and how they affect us. And, you know, what are the reasons why we react to certain things or why certain things trigger us more than others? Things of things of that nature. So we just want to give you guys a whole, um, just a grand aspect, a grand idea as to what we're going to get into.
0: And... Again, this is for anyone and everyone who is interested in learning about relationships, for the young and the old, for those who are married, for those who are divorced, for those who are sick and tired of relationships, this is a safe space for all of us, for the Christian and the non-Christian, for believers, non-believers. We want to invite you into our home and into the table that we are actually sitting in right now, which is our dining room, and have a conversation around the table. So... Thank you so much for even just tuning in. And we are excited to have you here. We've been praying for this. We've been kind of meditating on this, sitting on this. And we hope that it will be a blessing to your life. Yes. All right. Then we will see you in our next actual official episode.
1: So episode numero uno. Numero uno. Yes, for sure.
0: Yeah, guys, have a wonderful, wonderful day and or night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we will catch you around. At the next
1: episode, yeah. adios. Peace out. Hey, what's up, guys?
0: Welcome, welcome back.
1: Welcome back. This is Danny and Jenny, and this is Dear Husband, Dear Wife. Yes, with Danny and Jenny.
0: Yes, with the Fuentes. With
1: the Fuentes. S. With the Fuentes. S. <laughs> so, last week we uh, talked about gender roles. And what that looks like in marriage, and obviously it, for everyone out there that's listening, it's going to be completely different. Just keep in mind we're not we're not trying to tell you what they should look like or this is what it needs to be or this is how your marriage is supposed to function. That's going to be completely up to you guys. Whatever works, works. And if it looks completely different and the opposite of what everyone else is talking about, then okay. Um, our goal is just to basically give you guys, you know, just guidelines to what life is, marriage, etc, etc. But in regard to our last conversation, it was all about gender roles and, you know, what we think men should do and what women do, or at least what the stigma is in regard to gender roles within a marriage. But we also, whether we see it or not, kind of have a specific, perceptions and opinions when it comes to gender roles within the church, within the body of Christ. Yeah. So, Jenny, why don't you uh, kick us off with um, your <laughs> thoughts?
0: Well, my thoughts are this. Christ is the center, not gender. So, therefore, he is sovereign over his church, also sovereign over our marriage and over our family. That's really, like, my
1: two cents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jenny has these moments where she pauses because she's trying to find some like profound word <laughs> to, to hit you guys with so you guys do the ooh.
0: Oh no 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 no. I'm just gonna say like that was that's like my summary basically. <laughs> like my thoughts regarding okay. this is hey, I don't believe that men are superior than women personally i mean if you heard last week's podcast you're gonna know that i mean if i mean i didn't say it blatantly but i'm saying it now um and i don't believe that men are inferior than women either so i just believe that christ is the center of it all
1: so then are we equal
0: to some extent yeah
1: how are we equal
0: based on genesis 1
1: we were created
0: in the image of god the imago dei Therefore, 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 the same image of Christ is in you as much as it is in me.
1: I don't know if we're equal. I mean, we were created differently.
0: Well, no, I mean,
1: we're 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 uh, an extension of of God's love.
0: Yes. And I do believe that genders are important. I'm not saying that genders do not.
1: But am I equal to you and you to me? I don't think so.
0: Well, that's interesting, because based on our last episode, we basically, to some extent, believe that we are equal that's in our ju- marriage. That's
1: just in the function of a marriage.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh,
1: but f- we're we're talking about, like, creation. Basically,
0: men probably can be stronger than women, to some extent, muscle-wise. But then when it comes to giving birth, no, no, women no. are a lot more, much more stronger.
1: Obviously.
0: Yeah. Man. So Obviously. I mean, so I don't know what you're talking about.
1: I don't know or. what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: Okay. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, is this. I have had the honor of growing up in a church. I grew up in a church where my pastor was a woman. And then we actually attend a church right now that believe in women in leadership, that women can hold pastoral licenses, preach from the pulpit, not necessarily just to a women's service, but literally, to men and women. Okay. And that's how I believe. Not how, what I believe in regards to women in leadership and women in marriage also. There's an equality to that.
1: Okay. So why is it that we have a lot of people... in the body of Christ today that are against women in ministry.
0: And that I have no idea. Well, I mean they're... I mean there's a traditional point of view plus there's also scripture. Actually there's certain parts of scripture. Um, like first of Peter talks about how women should not, you know, something I I think if I'm, I'm going to butcher it. I'm going to be honest with you guys, but I think it's first of Peter where like women should not teach or something like that. Um, And and there's certain scripture, um, which I can't right now from the top of my head tell you exactly where, um, but where women are not encouraged to be, to some extent, teachers or pastors or anything like that. But, but what does that mean in my case? It means that... No, but
1: why, why is that? Like, why, why? Okay, so obviously, yeah, it's, you'll find you know certain verses in the bible that talk about that women can't do this or can't do that but why why is it that today we take that to the point where it's like it's it's not so much like women can't do this or women can't do that but it gets pushed to where it gets pushed to where um like it almost it almost makes it seem like oh if women are doing this then they're like one hundred percent against what e- everything that God says biblically, which obviously is not true, <coughs> because if that's the case then every single church that employs a woman in any at any capacity within the church would you know be condemned to hell, but.
0: Well, well, let's let me let me let me put it this way: the Bible also calls all believers to teach and admonish one another, regardless of their gender, and and that's found in Colossians three sixteen. Okay. So the image of God. So, in other words, the image of the body of Christ doesn't make any distinction between men and women.
1: There you go. Yeah.
0: So men and women women are both co heirs of. Uh, co-heirs, and children of God.
1: Yeah, which means that both men and women are... They have the same value. Have the same value. And they have the same giftedness. And have the same gifts to be able to to share the gospel at any capacity. But it's interesting because, you know, for me, I personally grew up at a church where I think it was kind of like that too. Yeah, you guys we're didn't
0: believe we're women were in leadership. Yeah,
1: or at least like specific, like for example, like obviously when it came to children's ministry, they're not gonna hire a bunch of buff dudes, <laughs> you know, grown freaking men, you know, old and whatnot to take care of children. That's you but know. But why not? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's that's fine. I yeah. mean, I don't see what the problem is, but obviously no church will do that. Why? Because they automatically lean towards that's a woman's post. And only women are, you know, uh, deemed worthy of such positions. But it's just interesting. I don't I don't know why that is. I never really understood why why there are a lot of churches today. And I mean today where a lot of men in pastor pastoral positions firmly believe that a woman can a woman cannot be a pastor. Or it is against the Bible for a woman to be a pastor, you know. And I've always wondered why. I mean, again, it's not its not like I'm saying that women can do absolutely everything that men can do. At the end of the day, God's going to use whoever he wants to. Yeah. And he doesn't care if you're a guy or a girl. Correct. So...
0: I think I, I always
1: think, I don't know I always thought like that, but it's interesting.
0: I think the most important thing to know is um, also the calling that God gives us. Um, you know, in Philippians 2, you know, we are invited to be humbled servants. In other words, like we humble ourselves, we we put other people's um, needs before ours, and we are also th- other people's interests before our own, in order to imitate Christ. And that's what Philippians 2 is all about, like if we talk, if we really want to go into scripture. And so that also, also, you know, allows us to realize the role that the Holy Spirit plays, that the Holy Spirit, you know, produces the fruit that empowers both you and I as women or men to live sacrificially for one another. In other words, I'm sacrificing certain things about me or my ego or my pride or my thoughts. Um, and then also... I think one of the most important things to understand is that perhaps, and this is something that I'm I'm curious, you know, and I would love to hear from men, but perhaps the main struggle in the gender debate is that men tend to be, and I'm saying it, I'm going to say it, men tend to be insecure and are fearful of inviting women into church leadership.
1: I think so. But see, this is, and I, I mean, and again, this is just my opinion. I think that's because, if, if women are capable and able of doing uh, exactly everything that men can do, and even more, then the question is, what what purpose do we have? Do you see <laughs> what I mean?
0: But that's then the thing, know, th- which I'm, is such a I'm twisted
1: and sick mentality. I, know, I, I think, think just, about that. I'm just saying. Well, it's like in it's like in marriage too, babe. It's in marriage too. If you are able to do everything then what's the point of you and I being married? Do you see what I'm saying? Correct. What's the point? Like, I don't see myself in any way, shape, or form being involved in any marriage if my wife can do absolutely everything. Which is, if you remember, that's what I would always tell you in the beginning. If you can do it all, then what am I doing here? I might as well just go do my own thing. No, correct, correct. There's no point in me being married if you're going to do it all. Correct. Correct. So I, again, that's just what I think. I'm not saying that that's exactly what it is. You know, I could be 200% wrong. But I think that's, again, that's just a thought. I assume that, you know, we don't want to feel left out. Because, yes, women are pretty good at a lot of things. And definitely, I would say, even better at at certain areas than men are. But if it gets to a point where, where if a woman can do absolutely everything even better than we can, then what, what is there for us?
0: But I think that's that's the, unfortunately, that's the, that's the lie, probably, the biggest lie that men can believe. Yeah. Is that there is no need for your existence. I mean, that's why God created men and women. And also, if you think about it, if we go back to scripture in Genesis 1, uh, and in Genesis 2, you know, like, we realize that man was alone therefore a companion was needed so i think if in reality we're here to have companionship with one another to love one another to experience the love of god for one another and i don't think you can experience true love unless you put yourself out there yeah just like the way christ did for the church just how christ has done it for the body of christ for for his own body you know for us the church
1: so I i also think that I mean, I, if you, obviously, when you read through the Bible, um, you think about the disciples, there wasn't a single woman with them. Okay, okay, but. But, uh, again, I'm not trying to say that, I'm not trying to bash on women out there in Mm -hmm. ministry. I'm all for it. Do what you got to do. If you can run a church, kudos to you. But I think, again, I think they, you know, people, that believe that women shouldn't be in ministry will look at things like that. Well, it's like, well, you know, Jesus Christ didn't kick it with with the women. You that's know? incorrect. You know, God didn't walk around with 12 women. You but know?
0: Again, but that's just the concept behind it. If you think about it, Jesus protected women. No, of course. Jesus empowered women. Yeah, definitely. Jesus honored women publicly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Jesus also released the voice of women. Yeah. He confided in women you know so it's
1: uh, yeah when obviously if and
0: Christ came out of a woman <laughs> <laughs> he was celebrated by women and women b- and he celebrated women by name also yeah he respected women and he learned from women and spoke mm. as women as examples to follow
1: yeah but again it's you know it's interesting i mean again i've i've never i've never come to understand why why it's gotten so, so far to that point, you know? And it's, it's, it's also interesting how, um. like, they'll use a lot of biblical verses or, you know, scripture to denote that.
0: Yeah. But then Jesus models, and it's a great example. I mean, the, the beauty of, like, mary magdalene or the Mm -hmm. beauty of him hanging out with mary and martha the beauty of him you know just um having his own mother you know and and speaking highly of his mother also i think also just the way that women that mary played a role also you know like i I think i think we were especially in christian and evangelical christianity we're so afraid to talk about mary because we don't want to like "Quote unquote," you know, um, confuse it with Catholicism or anything like that. But I think there's some something so beautiful about Mary and the the role that she played, the very essence of the importance of being the Virgin that gave birth to Christ. And we can't—I mean, all of Luke one basically, or Luke two, I think it is—really focuses on Mary's prayer and Mary's voice. So, or Mark, I think one of the Gospels, you know, and talking about Mary and and, and everything. I think of like the first ones to see him after the resurrection were women. He didn't show up to men. Yeah. So there's so Which much honor and respect. I want, yeah. I wonder why that is. Well, it's to basically debunk our point of view of like uh, uh, do mer- do do women. It's
1: to to debunk this conversation. <laughs> Thousands of years ago, Jesus Christ walked this earth and he said, One day there's going to be a podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Where the question of gender roles will come up.
0: Well, yeah, I think about that. But I think well, now, th- th- that now. So, okay, so then bringing it back. So, I'm going to circle it back because I think this is really important. We're talking about ministry, and this is not a podcast about ministry, but I think this is very important because it also plays a role in how we see our marriages.
1: Well, yeah, babe. I mean, our marriage marriages are ministry too. Exactly, and, I th- and that's and, that's,
0: and that's, I think and thank you for saying that because that's the point that I wanted to bring. Like we're talking about this because in reality, the kingdom is this way and it should function this way. Where your first ministry is your home, then everything else, right? Your career, your pastoral leadership, if you're in ministry within the church. Whatever, everything else is added on, but. Yeah healthy kingdom living is the way that it's it's upside down kingdom in reality for the western culture because in the western culture you usually put your church your career first before your marriage or in your family which again speaks highly as to why we have so many divorces in the church or why why we you know so many children who are kids pastors or pastors kids or missionary kids you know
1: not just that just anybody that yeah.
0: Deny basically their faith.
1: That's just like super hardcore.
0: Why so many millennials are having a problem with the church. Why Mm. so many Generation Z is having a problem with the church. But anyway, that's another conversation, another topic, not for this podcast. So, um, you know, but the concept of what Danny was saying is your marriage is your ministry. So how you view women scripturally is going to impact how you treat women in marriage in your marriage in your marriage sorry one woman in your marriage <laughs>
1: no polygamy here guys
0: sorry or yeah or you or how you're going <coughs> to view your mother or your sister when it comes to your family dynamics also yeah, the respect and the honor that comes out of that Yeah, you know so I think it's very important for us to realize that scripture you know if you got to understand that scripture is I'm not contradicting scripture at all. Scripture is living and true. It's as prominent and is as true as it was back then as it is now. But you also have to understand that scripture was written in context of the time and in, in the moments that they were living in, right? And so yes. the question is, how do we apply that to our time, to our moments, to this season, to this moment of our lives, to today, to 2021? Yeah. And so I think that's really important for us to know that scripture should be read in context. And yes, I do believe that women do have the authority to be able to speak into their husband's lives. I mean, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think I think if I see my husband, if I see Danny doing something wrong, I'm going to call him out on it. Better not. Vice versa, (laughs) vice versa. (laughs) He has the authority also to call me out on something when it's wrong. I also believe that I can spiritually, you know, I personally believe that we both lead each other spiritually because there are moments where Danny is not there and there's moments where I'm not there and we need each other to build each other up spiritually. Yeah. And and so having that permission and uh, not necessarily permission, because I don't, and, and, and again, maybe nothing against you. Maybe this is me just getting a little bit fired up. I don't feel like I need permission from anyone to be able to speak into their lives unless, well, no. Rewind.
1: Rewind, rewind. Rewinded. (laughs) Turn it, turn it down.
0: I mean, I don't feel like. Turn the heat level. Yeah, yeah, sorry. What I'm trying to say is if people give me permission to speak into their lives, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like because I'm a woman, I can't do it. Right. Does that, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, as a wife, I I find myself constantly redefining my gender role.
1: That's good, babe. Yeah, me too. I kind of feel like the more you grow, the less I grow.
0: What are you talking about? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm kind of reaching a point where I want you to work,
0: <laughs> oh my god, 24
1: hours a day, so <laughs> that I can stay home. I'll watch the dogs. Um, sorry, the oh dogs man. are barking. Sorry about sorry that. The dogs. Are sorry. sorry. My dogs don't have a big brain, so they don't think well enough sometimes.
0: They are tiny little dogs, you know. so we apologize for
1: that. But you know, again, in re- in retrospect to just you know marriage ministry it's one of those things where I don't know we just have to constantly like ask ask the Lord like what what are his thoughts you know because it's easy to just uh, make an assumption about anything and believe that it's right and then just run with it and the next thing you know you're you know 20 30 40 years into, into your marriage and you know you're like oh my gosh You know, this was not even true the whole time, and so I don't know. I encourage I encourage all men out there, um, engaged, married, you know, in a relationship, to to just you know go at it with an open mind, open heart, and to to really allow the Lord to to surprise you. You know, I also want to encourage all the men out there that if if your spouse or your girlfriend or your fiance is the kind of woman that like really takes life by the by the horns and she's, you know, crazy strong and unafraid, I I understand that there are definitely moments where you feel like, man, you know, like she's she's pretty hardcore more than I am and, you know, and you probably start to feel a little a little bit, you know, belittled, but I just wanna reassure you men out there that you know for those of you that that choose to continue to love that kind of woman that that shows great strength because it just builds character you know and that's just something that again you know we're we're here to build each other up we're here to to encourage one another in any way possible um and we are not in the business of of bringing people down you know it's obvious that we're looking at a time where people are beginning to be more outspoken um taking their thoughts and feelings and emotions and actually turning them into something real for themselves you know uh definitely in 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 a kind of connotation that majority of us would not be okay with but i figured if 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 these people if they can do that then we should be able to do that too and so you know not be afraid of change to not be afraid of what God is going to do or trying to do and so I'm always grateful that, you know, God is definitely always using Jenny and in many ways. And yeah, granted I have my moments where I'm like, what the heck, Lord, what about me? What are <laughs> you doing? You know, but again, it's I'm I'm grateful that Jenny is someone that, that God really uses tremendously. And so um yeah, and I encourage that.
0: Well, you know, this is this is what's interesting and I and I wanna I wanna say this to you, baby. Is this behind every empowering strong woman there is a very confident man. And I think that's 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 the thing, that's the key. Like that's what I love about you that you empower me, you, I mean, one of the most sweetest things that Danny has ever said to me is for him seeing my dreams being fulfilled makes him happy. And that's like him feeling fulfilled too. And, and I think that just goes to show, and and this is for the men out there, who are, like, sometimes afraid of seeing their wives or their girlfriends, like, succeeding. Gentlemen, the truth of the matter is this, is there's nothing more sexy, nothing more amazing than having a man feel so confident to be able to say, I mean, there's nothing more sexy, more, you know, good for a woman to feel when they see or hear you say to them, you know, I empower you. And that in itself translates as you are confident. You are so confident that you you know, you don't your lights not dim because you are empowering your spouse or your girlfriend or your wife. And I've seen that out of my husband. I think if anything, it just makes me realize how confident Danny is to be able to say, no, you know, I'm going to empower my wife and I'm going to Encourage her to pursue her dream. I'm going to go ahead and encourage her to become the woman God has called her to be, and to walk into the fullness of who God has called her to be. Because again, I think that's the beauty, and that's where Scripture teaches us that a man is constantly serving his wife, and that in itself is sexiness, and that in itself is confidence, and that's what Scripture teaches us in Ephesians five. You know, like the man takes, uh, the husband takes a role of a servant. And so to me, baby, like, you doing that equals confidence.
1: Don't call me baby.
0: (laughs) Just kidding. That, to me, equals confidence. Like, you are a confident
1: man for doing that. Yeah. I mean, again, it's not in my nature to, to suppress anyone or to, you know, bash on anyone because I'm too blind to see anything else and just, you know concerned with my own well-being you know I, I I like to see Jenny succeed and I like to see Jenny flourish in her passions and her desires and I have absolutely no problem taking the back seat I mean you know it's one of those things it's funny like sometimes you know good things happen and and you know, we talk about it, Jenny and I, and I always like tell her, I'm like, man, babe, like God loves you more than he does me.
0: <laughs> That's not true, though. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, I know it's it's not true, but you know, I, I I kid around like that because it's like, well, you know, like he obviously pays attention to you, so you know, and of course, you know, my 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 definite gift is to have someone like Jenny. But at the end of the day, it's again, guys, it's one of those things where you know times are changing people have their thoughts and opinions about practically everything but it's not about that it's about what you guys think what what you and your spouse really believe
0: and i and i want to talk to the women briefly really quickly if you have a man who's empowering you who's pushing you encouraging you in a way in a positive way to like pursue your dreams remember you're in this together And he is your equal. He is your partner. He is, if you are going to succeed, he is also going to succeed. But if your success is going to make him less or make him feel like he has no um, equality in it, then you have to reconsider.
1: Pump the brakes, yo. Yeah,
0: you really do have to reconsider how you're going to navigate that decision. Because, I mean, remember, we are if you're in a marriage or if you're in a relationship, you're in this together. And so everything that you are doing is a reflection of not just you, but also of your husband and vice versa. Everything that the husband does is a reflection of their wife. Yeah. So I I just want to remind people about that because I think that's so important. I think that's that's really important for us to acknowledge and to understand. So, I mean, again, we were talking about gender roles. We're talking about gender roles. I don't know. We may or may not continue this conversation, but – I just want to encourage you that if you are dating that you have this conversation of like, Hey, what is our marriage? If we were, you know, like what do you want in a girlfriend? What do you want in a woman? What do you want in a man? You know, I think that's very important for you guys to set those ground rules off the Mm get-go. Um, I also, I also, I also want to encourage husbands and wives to have a genuine conversation of like, let's look at our marriage. How has it been? And Men, I want to encourage you to give some space to your wives to express themselves. And women, I want you to be real and, 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 and genuine about how you've been feeling in your marriage. Vice versa. I want to encourage men to be vulnerable with their wives and to be able to share their emotions and how they've been feeling about certain things. Yeah. So we want to encourage you guys to do that. And we hope that mm-hmm. this podcast or this episode at least or the last yeah. two episodes have sparked some conversation, healthy conversations Within your relationships. Again, what works for us may not work for you, and that is okay. We're not asking you to do exactly what we're telling you to do. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But we just want to create conversations, healthy conversations, healthy marriages, talk. Yeah. So that's the point of this podcast. Mm -hmm. Well, we love you guys. The time has come.
1: Yeah, time has come for us to skippy on out of (laughs) here. So um, thank you guys again for tuning in. Uh, and again, we apologize for uh, missing two weeks. We had some things going on. Um, And also
0: apologize for our dogs, Baxter and Red. Yeah,
1: for for our dogs. Um, I'm not going to lie, guys. They've been here for been in our lives for quite some time and I always, now I'm waking (laughs) up every day wondering, like, when, Lord? When (laughs) when, when are you going to take them? I love them, but (laughs) sometimes, God, sometimes.
0: Okay, we got to cut it. We got to cut it. So,
1: thank you, guys. Uh, We'll, you know, get back to you next week. Have right. a good one. Have and a good one. Until then. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for tuning in. We really enjoyed hanging out with you. If you really enjoyed hanging out with us too, then we ask you for one simple favor. Go ahead and leave us a review and let us know how we did. We thank you so much, and we really appreciate your time. We look forward to seeing you next week. Adiós.